Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. It's Curtain Talk, episode number six, KB on the Dispatch, yo. And uh, we got a special episode today because Mrs. Bryant, super busy being pulled in 27,000 million, you could probably even say 96,000 different directions. So I'm joined by a few members of our In the Heights cast, and uh, we're going to do a little roundtable, kind of get their insight on how the show is going. Uh, And when you guys are listening to this, the link for tickets is now live. So go get your tickets. Show ticks for you. It's linked in the podcast description. And my special esteemed guests are bugging. Uh, joining me, the one and only male version of Shakira, because his hips don't lie. Tony T is in the building. Yo, what's good? We've got... For the first time since eighth grade, playing a female role, Cara Bermudez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got our very own Nina Rosario, yes, my girl Jesse, and everybody's favorite wielder of the crucifix, my girl Erin. Hello. So let's get into it. We are a little less than a month out from the show. But how comforting is it to you guys being in the cast that we have this whole month to kind of just clean things up? It's for you two, especially the quickest the show has ever been taught, because I've been working with both of you for five years, which is gross. Uh, (laughs) But like how much of a relief is it knowing that it's just going to be like cleaning up and just like perfecting everything rather than just like learning new stuff for this whole month? Well, I mean, you kind of hit it on the head about that whole, like, five years thing. Um, At least in my experience, we have never been able to, like, have this much time to fix everything. And honestly, I was thinking about this yesterday when Miss Bryant was like, guys, we have a whole month to clean it. And I was thinking, like, dang, a whole month, never had that, and it's COVID? Like, Mm -hmm. let's go. Like, that's crazy. Made adjustments, rehearsing outside, like, and we've made it work. And I think that's the exciting part about it is like we can work on like the finite details of everything and make sure that it is like as perfect as like simple as it can be so we're not overdoing things we talked about it a couple episodes ago there were shows we were like learning bows like two minutes before the house opened oh yeah that do be true (laughs) (laughs) true. so i mean like for you guys being on stage and knowing that it's like boom we have this learned i know the basics of it now it's just kind of like perfecting what i have to do knowing where i have to be that's just got to be like the biggest weight off your shoulders knowing you've got a whole month to just work on details rather than new stuff 
Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. Like, especially when you're, you know, you've been doing this for so long and you always have that anxiety of like, oh God, the show is next week and we still haven't done X, Y, and Z. So... And it's not like this is a an easy show. It's a very oh, like musically inclined show. It's a very dance heavy show. And knowing that you guys picked it up pretty quickly is pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. I think this part is my absolute favorite because I mean we have the basics. We have everything that we need to get going. And cleaning up and being able to just like perfect everything and put your own little spin on some things yes. is so much fun. Just like you have this line and you could say it like that or you can make it absolutely hilarious by just adding one more thing. It's the best part. Yeah. And I think being on stage like for a show like this, like having kind of those creative freedoms has to be a lot of fun. Knowing that you guys can kind of, in a sense, just like make it your own. And like you said, like kind of just be free with it and it's not like, stick to the script always like it's kind of just a a fluid type of thing when it comes to like the dance moves and all the numbers and stuff like you can kind of put your own spin on everything and make this version of in the heights your own show Mm -hmm. i feel like the time frame of the show has a lot to do with that too like just i mean it's set in like what like 2008 i feel Mm -hmm. like it's like that much more relatable especially for the cast to be able to like truly embody our characters like you know, we, in the past, we've done, like, sister acting things. And, like, I was like, oh, I don't know how to act like an old woman. And, like, you know, <laughs> like, just stuff like that. Like, but this is, like, very much modern. Like, yeah, I can totally act like a freshman girl in 2000s. Like, I'm I'm on my way there, you know. Right. So, it's, like, I'm very excited to really put that into my character because it's, like, that much easier, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's, like you said, like, you're on your, like, you're about to go to college. Like, you can kind of get a grasp on what the characters and make it your own put your own personal you know feelings and everything into your characters and i think that's the super exciting part about the show being like a quote-unquote modern show mm-hmm. we talked about this too a couple episodes how exciting is it that it's a lynn manuel miranda show for you guys go off Dude, Dude. (laughs) you have no idea how much me and my sisters love Lin-Manuel. Like, I am almost certain my family is absolutely sick of hearing the name. (laughs) We're good. Okay, do I start over? Yeah. Okay. So me and my sister are absolutely obsessed with Lin-Manuel, and I'm almost certain that my family is absolutely sick of hearing the name, but the man is a genius. Mm -hmm. He is, one of my favorite things is storytelling, and I think that musicals are one of the best ways of storytelling. And the way that Lin-Manuel puts a spin on things, puts a rap into it, it just makes it that much more relatable for young kids because, you know, they don't always want to hear a ballad, you know? Give, Put a little spice into it. I feel like, especially in this show, too, he really brings attention to topics that, like, people don't want to talk about mm-hmm. or, like, that aren't talked about enough, you know? Like, he really does that in a way that you wouldn't notice because at first you're like, yeah, I'm jamming to this song that he wrote. Like, it's so good. I'm bopping. And then you really sit and listen to what he's saying, and you're like, wow. Like, this is more than just a musical that he wrote. 
you know and like Kara said he's a genius which is awesome and it's also like the biggest battle I feel like we have to face because it's hard but it's good because it's that hard when I listen to a lot of musicals or like anything with dialogue I'm like have these people ever heard anyone have a conversation but with Lynn it's like perfectly written like the dialogue flows which makes it so much easier to remember because it's like a conversation that you could really have Mm -hmm. and the music it's just it has this like soul feeling to it that it's fun to sing and it's fun to learn and then when you finally get it down because it's that much harder it feels so good to finally hear it full out and just be proud of everyone around you and yourself that you could finally have that done and like with Lynn, I don't know. I just I love that guy. Yeah. I had that whole Hamilton phase, and now I'm in the in I the think Heights we all phase. Did. Like yeah. when I first started working with Mrs. Bryant and the drama, like it was like that peak Hamilton mixtape. Hamilton was just getting on Broadway, like, and I was like, what's like? I didn't truly get the whole vibe around, like the whole like hype about it. And now, like being five years here, like I'm like, okay, like looking back that all makes sense now because he's a lyrical genius and like this is the kind of show that you use the lyrics to tell the story Mm -hmm. but then you know like jesse said you're you're listening to these awesome songs and everything and you're vibing to them but then when you look and listen to the lyrics themselves you tell you can like make those connections and realize why it's telling the story How tough is it to get into character? Even though these characters are relatable on different levels for all of you, what's it take for you guys to get into character? For me, since I'm the father, it doesn't take much because growing up in a Spanish household, I can imagine what, a, what it means to be a father, a Spanish father, because they're supposed, even though in a Spanish household, it's basically a matriarchy because everybody respects the abuela and the ma, yeah. The father's supposed to provide. He's supposed to be there and do stuff for the family. He's supposed to be the giver. And everybody's supposed to look up to him. And when my character doesn't, isn't able to provide something for his daughter, he feels like he's useless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely and utterly not doing what he's supposed to do. And I can put that into me because I've had family members that done that, that have not... Feel the best, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. For me, the only thing that's, like, a little weird is because, like you said, I have <laughs> not been a female in a very long time. So tapping into that, you know, femininity that I kind of lack sometimes is a little weird. <laughs> but <laughs> it it's, it's, it is relatable because I am Hispanic, and I have Hispanic family members that I like to you know, pick this and that from and incorporate it. You literally it have kid. an uncle that's a barber. I literally have yes. an uncle that's yeah. a barber. In your blood. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, so, you know, I've been in the Hispanic shops. I've definitely had my uh, hair done from all different cultures. You know, a lot of Hispanic women, you know, I know how a salon goes. So it's, it ain't too difficult. <laughs> I feel like for me, uh, like as far as me and my relation to Nina go, like it's scary similar, but I feel you like that are is, Nina. yeah. But I also feel like that's what makes it really hard. If that makes sense, like I don't know. As a Puerto Rican girl, like 
one of the first to go to university. My family's huge, like 60 cousins were talking, you know, but it's just like that pressure, you know, and you feel it, especially when like the whole world as a minority, like definitely looks down on you and doesn't expect you to do as well, you know? So it's just like, wow, like I'm embodying this character, but she's kind of like my like future teller, you know, like, is this something that I'm going to feel when I'm a a college freshman, Mm -hmm. you know, like that pressure of like, oh my God, like, I'm here, but, like, most of the population is not like me, you know? Like, stuff like that. So, it's it's scary, but it's, like, eye-opening, is for it, sure. Is it weird for you because it's almost like you're not in character, in a sense, where it's, like, it's so relatable that, like, you kind of yeah. do have to flip a different yeah. kind of switch than I what you're used to? Yeah, I definitely feel that because it's, like, almost like, oh, I'm just going to be Jesse, you know? But, like, no, you can't be Jesse. You have to be the you character. Have to take parts of yes, Jesse. Yes, exactly. And put- so it's, like, honestly finding, like, what is different about us for me to be able to, like, establish, like, okay, Jesse's persona and then Nina's. And, like, where's that blend in between where we can pull from each other and make it what it's supposed to be? Because I think know? a lot of people, when they see this show, are going to point that out and be like, it's almost like watching you on stage because of right. how relatable you are to this character that's written into this show. Right. Uh, for me, I found Abuela. Listen, when I auditioned, I didn't audition for Abuela, but callback, she was number one on the list. And I ended up getting her, and I watched the show for the first time, and I was just so immersed in her character and who she is. And when we were doing character studies, I like had this whole story for her. I was nitpicking everything that she did. And for me, I find it really easy to be abuela because I've always been seen as that one friend that everyone goes to. If you need something, I probably have it in my purse. <laughs> I give out- Especially I, a crucifix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I casually will just have a lollipop in my purse and I'll give it to Kyle or something. Like, he's like, you really are my abuela. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. And like on stage when these lines that I have, I just, I get so into character that sometimes it's hard to get out of character. I will go backstage and I'll be, I'll still be doing my little accent. and I'll go back on and I count down the scenes until I go back on stage. It is just so fun being her. And I feel like I have a big role in the sense of, I want to bring her to life and I want people to go and see the show and just like think, wow, this whole cast is good. Mm-hmm. This is a good cast. Which it is. And that's it why you is. should get your tickets. Showtakesforyou.com linked in the yeah. bio. <laughs> I, I love the whole cast. And I think this is, I think this, this is going to be hard to beat next year. The, the way the show's going and how amazing all of our cast and crew and production staff is. I am so incredibly proud of everyone. It's just amazing to see it unfold. And I'm only a sophomore. Like, I can't even imagine the future years of all of us growing up together and growing into these roles. And I'm just so excited. Tony and Aaron are lucky because they've only been part of this this small little family that we have for two years and have had two amazing shows. Mm-hmm. But for you two that have been through this for five years now, how fun has this cast been? As seniors, like this being your senior crew, how fun has this cast been? Dude. <laughs> Wait, I think that I think that tells it all. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it's so 
much fun. I love, love, love these kids. And I just feel like we really are in our own little barrio. Like we are really connected, mm. like a little family. It's so cool and so cute, man. And it's like, you know, over the years, there's been like some headbutting just because of, you know, there's daily stress. It seems like whenever you guys come here, and it might just be because it's a COVID year or whatever, but it seems like everybody just lets it go at the door and y'all come in and just work. And it is so, it's such a like positive energy filled environment to be here. And the people that are going to come see this show, they're going to realize like that energy is going to flow throughout the entire run and it's going to be electric. I think that has a lot to do with like the culture of the show itself the whole show is about like these are your people stick with your people you know like nobody else is going to have your back like your people and we are each other's people and i feel like going through the show and really learning about what it's about the meaning behind it like has taught us something as a whole cast together like this is this is a bigger meaning you know like this is something that you can apply everywhere and i really think that we have taken that on like ourselves like Kara said, like, this is our body and we have to protect it, you know, like, this is us. So it's, like, that type of thing, you know, and especially in, like, Latin culture, like, we're all about that, you know, it's all about, Family. this is your blood, mm -hmm. you know, and even those who aren't your blood, you make them your blood, mm -hmm. you know, like, that's just, that's just how it is. And I think that's been the instilled culture of this entire drama department, even before I got here, like, it's, mm -hmm. it's been that way, it's, like, an established culture, you don't just have a, a Buna Regional High School Drama Club Wikipedia page for nothing. Like, there is a culture and an aura about what this department brings to the table. And every single year, it steps it up a notch. And I think this year, it's going to, like, set expectations to a whole new level. Most definitely. What are you most looking forward to uh, from this show? <laughs> basically showing people that i'm not one type of a guy because i do i love that i love that yes because being african-american and spanish and do in ap classes in football going to college for football in theater i want to show everybody you're a wrestler yes yeah. i'm going to um regions as the first seed for wrestling Attaboy. no big as deal should, as you should I want to show people that I have so many opportunities and what I could do that and I and I want to do the best in everything I want to do. Like for this I'm going to put my all into Kevin, make sure when he gets angry, you can feel his anger. When he gets sad and inutil, you can feel his anguish and how he felt when he felt useless. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not one-sided and you're showing people that because I feel like a lot of people are afraid to stray from like oh like I can only be athletic or I can only do this because you know this is typically what like what my race does or this or that like no break the barriers mm -hmm. break the standards do what you want to do and kill it and that's what that's what Tony's doing for sure absolutely we love our little Troy Bolton <laughs> <laughs> yes, <honestly. laughs> with this being your guys senior show how nerve like how nervous are you scale one to ten but also like how excited are you that this is like boom this is how you get to kind of put like that cherry on top of your performing career at Buna 
I am. I don't even want to think about this ending. That <laughs> makes me. So we still sad. got time. I, yeah, we still have time, but I definitely want to go out with a bang and i think yeah. this is definitely the way to do it i'm so happy that this show is my senior show i mean i was a little skeptical at first me too, me too. <laughs> i ain't even gonna lie i was like mm, this is questionable but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know like i said it's it, it all fell into place and the cast is really good and we have all this time to polish everything and and the story is beautiful and I get to show, you know, my other side being, you know, biracial kid. I got to show a little bit from Hairspray and here I get to show the other side and kind of that body also. Let's let's get it, man. Like I'm so excited. I feel like I could not ask for like a better message to leave behind as like my senior show. You know, out of all of the shows I've done, I'm like this is this is what I want to leave on stage. And it makes me really sad because every year it's like, okay, closing night, like, but I have next year, mm -hmm. you know, I cry. Oh my God. I cry at everything, but I have next year. And now this is like, well, I don't have next year and I could do it in college, but I don't have next year with Buna. I don't have next year with my people, with TT, with KB, like, you know, it's totally different, but especially this show like showing off my culture like what i'm made of bro like to be able to you're do not that, an old lady now yes like <laughs> <laughs> although i did love being an old lady but like, past that mantle. yes no but for sure like being able to like flaunt what i'm about like truly you know like yeah let that be what reminds you of me when i leave mm -hmm. yeah even though i'm a second year theater senior i'm I know I don't have as much room to be sad as they do, but I feel like I'm going to be sad because, of course, I'm leaving behind all the friends that I'm making while It's doing because it. you fit right in. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's the same because I fit in almost too nicely anywhere mm -hmm. I go. That's the type of person you are. And, and it's almost like everybody's my family. I like everybody equally. Everybody see me as this big guy at first, and then when they get to know me, I'm nice, and You're I'm considerate. You're just a big softy. I, <laughs> it's because since I grew up in a Spanish half, half household, they grew, um, they grew me to be respectful, treat people as, with as much respect as you want back, and the only re reason why I would get mad is when somebody doesn't give me the respect that I give them. So if I give you all this respect and they don't give it back, why? You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would be, I'm probably going to shed a couple tears when the last show. You, you better, you better stop. <laughs> <laughs> I think my last question for you guys, how exciting is it that this is kind of like the the prequel the teaser to the actual movie like you're gonna be able to put on a show i want to watch that movie i want to watch it all i have to say is we better get some kind of royalties for promoting the show before it releases in theaters not <laughs> like you guys get to be like that appetizer to the movie and give people who have no clue what in the heights is truly about outside of the trailers if they watch them you get a chance to kind of showcase what this whole story is about before it hits the big screen I really, really hope that like, it's it's like it's gonna go both ways. I hope people see that, like, a movie's coming out. Oh, new movie! It's COVID. Everyone's always sitting watching movies. They're gonna see movies coming out, and they're like, "Oh, it was a musical." And the other way is because of COVID, so many people haven't been able to get out of the house and go to a theater. 
So when they find out a school's doing it and they already kind of know what it's about because they've seen the trailers, they're going to come and see our show. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the perfect show for them to come see. It is happy. It's sad. It's everything you could ever want to see. I think this is the perfect show to do, especially with the movie coming out. Like people are going to have expectations and I think we're going to be able to live up to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I definitely want people to come see the OG before they go <laughs> have the movie, man. Yeah, I'm excited for that simple fact. Like you guys get to show off this story that is such an awesome just like flow of culture and music and just like relatability mm-hmm. before it hits the big screen, before it's with, you know, the big Hollywood cast and um it's going to be exciting. I, I get goosebumps and, like, hype coming here every day, getting to work with you guys. And uh, this will not be the last time these four are on this podcast. Uh, so follow the socials at Buna Drama Club. Stay up to date with everything we're doing. Tickets link for all the, the friends and family exclusive access is linked in the description. And uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. Otherwise, these four that were on this episode will be sad. They'll cry, <laughs> and you don't want them to Big cry side. until closing night. Don't so come see our show if you're not subscribed. Subscribe. I mean, kind of. But <laughs> leave those five-star ratings and reviews, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. And as Titi always says, cue the blackout.